Hey everybody, it's Sean Q here. I hope everyone's enjoying their summer. Um, we certainly are. I wanted to put out some episodes here so that you don't really forget about us too quickly uh, while we take our little hiatus. Um, next couple episodes are going to be bonus episodes we put out in 2021 for the Patreon team. And uh, we wanted to make them available for everyone else just to, you know, so that you don't miss us too much. Anyways, please enjoy. Heroes of presents the Storm Pod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. The bonus episodes. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and I got a question. Uh, why do love spren suddenly appear every time that he's near? It's Jack, everybody. What's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. So uh, we're doing uh, something a little special here for our um, Patreon team. We are going to... We are. We are. We're going to be doing a, a kind of a sexy episode where we're going to be doing a Valentine's Day special and we're going to talk about love Ooh. on the continent of Roshar and uh, what we know about it so far. Um, transparency here. Jack is still not finished all of Way at Kings. We are um, getting right. really close to the end here, but um, we are not going to be talking close. about any love connections and past the Way of Kings or even near the end of the book. We're going to be really primarily con concentrating on uh, parts one, two, three, and some of four. So, so what do you think? Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you the right off the bat. What do you think about um, how love has been depicted in this book so far? Hmm. Well, I guess I would say that, well, I mean, love hasn't been necessarily um, so overtly on display in terms of, you know, um, overtly, you know, openly sexual um, sort of attraction right. um, or, or passion in that arena, I would say. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of... Um, tension yes which i like a lot mm -hmm. um which i think is what makes uh for good for good attraction i guess no i was just gonna say we haven't really seen any sex at all there's literally no sex no um right no, there's and not there's, that there's been nothing like i'm sure Sorry, there's people having sex on roshar it's just we're not seeing it on the page right it's right like there's clearly people are doing it in in Roshar. People are getting some. <laughs> it's it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. But we're not really here to talk about whether or not people are uh, people have sex on Roshar. We're here to talk more about love. This is a Valentine's Day episode. Right. So 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 in terms of love, uh, I mean, you know, one of the things I I I love, one of the relationships that that I love is is Dalinar's love for um the king's uh um this would be uh no what's his name uh gavilar's gavilar's queen yeah Navani. Gavilar's wife we could yeah we could hit like you want to go right to that one is that the one you want to talk about first well that's the one well that's the one i'm most i like it's the one that i feel i guess the most um curious about it's just that type of love that you know, it, it's, um, it's been with him and her for a long time and it has endured, um, being married to other people. Right. Um, if Dalinar and had a I, Facebook page or some kind of social media, he would write in relationship status, he would write, it's complicated because <laughs> it's really complicated with Dalinar. It's complicated. It is yeah. complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. So that's the one that I really, I really like. I like that one. Um, I mean, you know, Adeline's, uh, so if we go pick on Adeline for a minute, Adeline's uh, er, girls that he has uh, every week, like a, like a new flame. Um, that's, it's, it's funny. Right. Um, uh, I'm interested in kind of where he got the Leo DiCaprio kind of approach to things. <laughs> 
Um, he definitely is not. He, he definitely doesn't get it from his dad, right? He's not getting it from Dalinar. He's not getting no. it from his dad. No, no. Well, his well, I mean, and we'll look at his dad. His dad is pining after right. this woman who. He's dude. He's pining after two women. He's pining after one that can't be his because she was married to his brother, and he's also sort of pining after a wife that he can't even fucking remember. Right. Right. That is also that level of devotion and love too. I think should be brought up um, about Dalinar because that's on another level right. of like you know love and respect and honor and devotion. Like if you're you can't even remember this person and yet you live your life as though you are still committed. Right. And he says like he, you like know, that's, um, that's very, he, he, someone had suggested to him once that maybe he should remarry because getting remarried in a lethe culture allows you to have a scribe in your household, which is a really another level of weirdness for love in the lethe culture that, you know, Dalinar being a single man, a widower, um, doesn't have a personal scribe because his wife would do that duty, right? And so people keep saying, right. you should get remarried because you need someone to take notes for you right. because you're a dumbass you, you need, can't write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need someone to write in your but, in your diary. Yeah, but he says um, he can't do that because the only thing he has left of his wife is that hole in his life, which is so sad, but also unconsciously romantic it's so romantic that the only thing he has left of his wife is the fact that he has no memory of her and he doesn't want that hole filled because that's the only thing he has left wow i know it's i know it's amazing i mean other 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 people would look at that and say what a waste of time like what what are you doing well people look at him already and think everything he does is a waste of time but (laughs) Yeah, you're, you're yeah. nuts, buddy. Like you could, uh, you know, you're 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 the Black Thorn. You're yeah. Dalinar. I mean, cripes. Your your son is going is going through all these gals in uh, in these uh, in these yeah. realms. Why, why don't you, you know, take up on? <laughs> you could snap your finger, I'm right. sure, and get a and get a a, a gal. Uh, you know, no, no yeah, problem. Exactly. But but yet he yeah, doesn't. he uh, he just it's about honor for him, I think, right? And he just um, he feels like he deserves to well, be and lonely also, or something. He, he well, and yeah, well, <laughs> it could it could be that, or he's just he, you know he's um, he certainly isn't. He doesn't seem to be filled with this desire to like have just have sex, right? right? Like he's yeah. He's not just having girls or women rather or there around him. And, there and doesn't like, seem to be many really... characters in this in this book so far that has that that overwhelming urge to have sex. There's no. This is not Game no. of Thrones. People no. are not going. I don't think. There's, no, yeah, there's exactly. No Sanderson doesn't really touch on it, which which is fine. Um, I, I think it's. I, I think it's fine. Mm. Uh, I think there are other stronger themes about this um, book series so far. Absolutely. Um that are more more prominent don't get me um, wrong i like a good in, i go but, like a good romp in my tv shows or even in books you know uh brent, uh brent weeks is uh pretty good at writing sex and it's titillating on the page but um i don't this? um and another author brent weeks he's um he, kind of known for some of his uh some of his uh, sexiness in his books. Yeah. But, and I, I enjoy that. I enjoy his (laughs) books, but I don't feel the lack of it reading these, these books or at least this first book. I don't feel that they're missing something. No, no, that's, uh, I mean, well, what, what are some other examples of love? I'd like to, I'd like for us to explore Dalinar and Navani for a little bit longer before we get away from them. Um, since we're on the Dalinar topic, um, Well, we know that they sure. were interested in each other when they were young. Um, and she picked Gavilar over Dalinar, not because he was going to be king, but because she was afraid of Dalinar's intensity. It actually scared her. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's what was said. Mm-hmm. So we don't know whether or not she's yeah. using that as a... As a cover for maybe she, she maybe she went for the power, um, and she says now uh, that it was his intensity. But I, I I rather believe her. I don't think even though she's a schemer, I don't think she would lie to Dalinar. I feel like she's quite honest with him. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what to read into that. Mm. Um, 
I guess I prefer to uh, believe, uh, and maybe without any way of substantiating the way I feel about that, is that she, um, yeah, is that she uh, suppressed her feelings for mm-hmm. Dalinar and married Gavilar, not necessarily in favor for power, but certainly it was a a safe way to secure her right. life. Absolutely. So I think that that safer road, and I guess that's what you could say, like, you know, Dalinar's intensity, maybe he was a bit more of a dangerous character, not to mention that he was at that point still known as the Black Thorn. So perhaps that's really what's coming into play there is that like he's a very dangerous warrior, a killer on the battlefield, as was described in our last podcast. Like, you know, that is a scary thing to get next to. It's kind of like saying, you know, I want to be next to, you know, I don't know. Mike Tyson right. or something. We, we don't really <laughs> know anything about um, his time as the Blackthorn. Um, we only know people telling stories about how amazing and how dangerous and how amazing and dangerous he was. We don't really have any any firsthand flashbacks. So um, we have to reserve mm. opinion on, on the kind of person he was until we get that. Um, one of the things I really like here is that she says plainly that she came back to the war camps at the Shattered shattered Plains because she wanted to try to start something up with Dalinar again. She tells him that plainly. You know, she says, I want to, I want to try to rekindle something that we used to have. And, and he, like everything in his life, can't let him do self do that because of his codes. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I was really, really hoping that that would have, uh, um, happened between right. the two of them. Um, you know, at, uh, when I was reading that, that um, scene, yeah. but it did not. And it, that's Dalinar. He's, he clearly loves her he's still. This, he's right. This, he clearly loves her. Oh, he totally, he totally is into her. Like he's, he gets, you know, sort of tongue tied yeah. when she walks in the room. He know he always notices right. her. Like it's always written that if the two of them are in and proximity, he says, the, he says the right thing, right? We get to know that they're aware right. of each he, other. So that's, he a doesn't just think of her as a physical beauty, but he said that she's the most beautiful and brilliant woman on Roshar. Like he doesn't just love right. her for her looks and she's supposed, you know, she's supposed to be a looker, but she's also brilliant. Right. And he loves that too, that she's got an amazing brain and, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he he's mm-hmm. got it for her for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but where we are in the book so far, nothing has happened between the two of them. I mean, Navani's tried. That's right, but nothing's actually happened between the two of them. Navani has tried, yeah, but he has uh, denied her. Do you think something will happen between the two of them? Do, do yeah, I what do you, think do you, something? What's your will? Predi- what's your little I, love prediction? I don't here? know if I. What's my love prediction? <laughs> For Dalinar, I think, um, I, I don't know. I, I guess I would hope, I hope that he and Navani can, um, you know, get to a point where they can find more meaning in this battle against the Parshendi mm-hmm. and that if that can be resolved somehow amicably, if he can return to some semblance of normal life and be able to enjoy some time with her that would be i guess my my hope as a first time mm-hmm. reader of the way of kings sure i mean that that would be great i i i think that she's you know a strong a strong woman she's um uh you know incredibly brilliant as uh, as you just mentioned i think it's a good fit for dalinar uh, i don't think there's another female character that's been portrayed in the novel so far that would be his equal that way that's important so yeah I mean, well because he's such an important character so um that would be my hope right i hope that that happens but i've hoped for many things in the way of kings right. and uh it's not always gone the way i've hoped it's, it's tr- very um, true um, but that's okay in in many ways it's gone it's gone better than i've hoped that's true too um, um, so one of the things I want to do is yeah. uh, every time, like we were going to talk about a certain couple or a certain person and their experiences with love. And I thought it would be kind of fun to try to pick um, a love song that is emblematic 
of their relationship. And so Ooh. I picked uh, for, uh, I don't expect you to, because I did some, I, you know, I, I, I did took notes before and I told you not to take notes. So so my pick for the right. the, the Dalinar and Navani love song is uh, Every Rose Has Its Blackthorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every rose has its blackthorn. Right? If it's perfect. Yeah, good one, dude. Yeah, yeah. good one. Um, uh, hang, on, hang on, you're, yeah. you're taking you're taking me back a while. Yeah. Every rose has its thorn. That's poison. Is that cl- is that a, the big it's hit poison, by poison? Yeah, I think we mentioned it in an episode a couple poison. episodes ago. I think it came up. I think I might have said Cinderella, and you were like, "That's not Cinderella, bro. That's poison." So yeah, yeah, big hit. So uh, I got s- for all of our uh, l- for all of our listeners around the world who might be listening in in other yeah. countries, they might be thinking, "Poison? Who the heck who are is they?" The poison. Who is this poison? May they think of? that it's a uh, uh, it's a Belle Biv DeVoe song. That girl was poison. Um, <gasps> I remember Belle that Biv track, DeVoe, dude. Um, okay, so here's <laughs> it, you, I want you to pick next who we're going to talk about. We can either talk about Shalon and Capsule. I get to pick. Okay, we can talk about Adeline yeah, and the War Camps. Let's do Shalon and Capsule. Yeah, Shalon. Yeah, let's do Shalon. Okay, why not? Yeah. Now I'm at a disadvantage. I don't have uh, any notes prepared for this, yeah, but, but so what do you think of their relationship? I would, I guess, what I would say right off the top is that um, he he put a lot of very concerted efforts into wearing her down mm-hmm. because she was really just interested in doing what she was there to do, right. which was to learn, to observe and learn everything she could from Yasna, mm-hmm. to get close, to gain her trust and ultimately steal the Fabriel and then get out of there. Right. But he um, had his own motives, which I'm still not, the jury's not out on that for me as a reader, but um, but still, he made his uh, innuendos and uh, and advances, and uh, you know she. Uh, I think that you know after a while, like it, it broke her down a little yeah. bit. She started to think, you know, you know what? Like I've really denied maybe this part of myself too. Mm-hmm. Well, she's never had an opportunity to even you know? experience this kind of stuff, right? She's never dated anyone before. She's like r- literally fresh off the yeah. off the, the estate, you know, being kept uh, as this prize. Her right. father kept her as this prized possession and never really let her get anywhere and do anything or meet anybody. So when the, this ardent comes up and starts Kind of like how her, Sean keeps me with the podcast. Exactly. You're like my Shalon. You're my prized possession, Jack. Mm-hmm. No one shall talk to mm-hmm. you. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so she, right. you know she has this uh, han- handsome. I we don't even know if Capsule is handsome or not, but um, mm-hmm. he is a younger ardent, and he you know flirts with her and gives her some romantic attention. And um, you're right that it uh, it took a couple of times for her to. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, there was instant chemistry between the two of them right off the get go. He could hang with her verbal quips she- right off the get go, and he yes. was witty in that way too. He. F- she flirted big time with him yeah, for sure um you know like so she, she became guilty of it once he wore her down it took yeah. it took some time for him to do it he was persistent um but eventually she's I mean, she started to think about him she he yeah. he became a part of her thoughts and then um and then of course we get to the events that happened and uh, right. leaving her with uh, you know a horrible a horrible sense of probably regret, I suppose, in letting mm-hmm. him get close. Yeah, uh, if we're thinking about so, uh, uh, romances, um, their romance was quite PG. There was was no um, no kissing or no um, uh, no even holding hands, or it was quite PG in that physical sense. But it was quite intense. I mean, Capsule talked about leaving the Ardentia for her, and like let's run away together, and uh, you know. He repeatedly poisoned her and gave her the antidote, which is super intense. Um, <laughs> but uh, it yeah, is intense. super intense. Yeah. Do you? We talked about this a little bit in the in yeah. the regular podcast. But um, now that you've had time to think about it, do you think that he ever truly cared for her, or do you think that it was just a way in to get Yasna? I think that we. Yeah, you and I talked about this briefly once before, but you know, I. It really comes down to um, whether or not his motives in trying to kill Yasna were real or not. 
Like a lot, a lot hinges on that. Mm-hmm. So, so for instance, if if he was completely and truly set on killing Yasna, on poisoning right. her, if that if that's the true plot behind his character, mm-hmm. then I don't think I can believe um, his um, efforts on Shalon because. Even if they were there, you, you know, that level of duplicitousness, like if that's a yeah. word, duplicitousness, um, or duplicity, I suppose. Um, I don't know how you can really have anything, you know, real in love going on. If you're, capable if you're lying of that from kind the get duality. go. We hear that all the time in our world yeah, for like, our love, I mean, right? Like, it, like it's, yeah, like, like how, how do you feel? genuine feel I, I mean you know may, maybe maybe you can I, I don't know i don't know like can can you plot to murder some person because of i don't know religious reasons or some code or some you know uh political uh agenda or you know can you have that in your brain and then be using this girl this woman young woman to get close to that opportunity and then also f- start to fall for her for i real? really truly think so in this case, I I yeah. feel, and I only know what you know about Capsule, okay? Um, I feel right. like he went in oh. there. Meaning you, you've, you've read further and there's no nothing more further I about Capsule? Feel, I guess you can't answer that. I can't answer that, but I feel that okay. Capsule went in there with the... Intentions mm-hmm. of using Shalon as a way to get to Yasna, and along the way, he started getting feelings for her. And I think that when he says to her, "Let's run away together," like I'll leave the Ardentia for her, he might, if he even if he wasn't an ardent, which we think that he wasn't, um, I think he's saying to her, "You can re- transpose Ardentia with whatever faction he is working with, and say I'll leave them right. for you." I think he truly did care for her. Um, which is why he wow. freaked out at the yeah. end about her having to take the antidote. Here's the ra- strawberry jam. Eat the strawberry. Right. Um, regardless of how he feels for her, though, she definitely did care for him. She fell in love with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She let her guard down. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. No, you're right. And I, you know what? I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to side with you on that one. Yeah. You're right. I think, I think that. I think that he did like if yeah he did he 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 fell for her while right. on this mission now that's if the mission be true right. we don't know too much more he, about about it but um we don't know I mean like was he an innocent deliverer of something you know sinister and pernicious that could be also that the poison could have been sent you know through him unwittingly maybe yeah that's that, that's we're not sure right we don't know it's all well i i don't, don't know i don't yeah. know that um but that's the only other thing right. i can think of so yeah for um but, for the um, love song for these two that i picked um <laughs> as long as you if you have anything else you wanted to say about them do you have anything else you wanted to say no i i don't think i have anything more to say other than like some of their exchanges were pretty pretty yeah. heavy like he was, but I, I, I might, I might criticize him a little bit because there, there were some times where his, what he said to her seemed a little inappropriate. Little yeah, intense. I, I feel yeah. like that too. Yeah, There's a little a bit little... of an inappropriateness going on. There's a layer of like, yeah. of skeeziness he happening. Went... He's like yeah. an older dude, and she's he, like a I younger think... girl. There's a little bit of that age gap there, and he's supposed, he's supposed mm. to be as an ardent. He's supposed to be kind of like a, a mm. per- person of authority and respect in the religion, mm-hmm. and so there's a little bit of that too. But he, if he wasn't really an ardent, that doesn't matter to him, right? He's just like. Here's this young, right. hot, talented, you know, brilliant girl, and I get to interact with her every day. I get to poison her and cure her every day. What kind of control do I have over mm-hmm. her? This is amazing. He's mm-hmm. pro- some pro- mm-hmm. probably some kind of like psychosexual thing for him. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad the two of them didn't uh, get to run away together, you know, or like or him play a role in her escape. That's that's actually uh, I, I did I never mentioned that to you, but while I was reading that. That was a quick thought I did have is, was he going to play that role of, you know, facilitator, um, you know, uh, 
come with me. I'll help you get right. out of the out right. of the veil. I'll help you get out of out of. Uh, it feels like rank. it could have went that way for sure. Um, I yeah, like it, it could have been you know him you know helping her through through the streets or getting you know p- playing a role. But in, if he in, if he helps her get away, if he helps her get away, he's lost his ability to get close to Yasna and give her the bread. Right. So he could have helped her escape at any time, but he didn't really know she needed an escape either. She didn't, he didn't know what she was doing with the soul caster. So. Right. So the love song I picked for these two is the love, um, the love Love will tear us apart again by joy division because it's love will tear us apart again. It's, um, it's a love love song, but it's also got like kind of like a gothy feel to it. Um, I feel like, you know, there's this under there's it's love, but there's also this layer of like creepiness to it, which is definitely emblematic of these two. You know, he loves her while he's poisoning her and she loves him while she's a thief. I don't know. There's, it works. I think. I think it works. I was wondering if he was a scrub. And that if she didn't want to have any, <laughs> she didn't want no scrubs, of, like that kind of scrub. <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I'm not well versed on on what a scrub is, but like I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Capsule's a scrub. Like, is does he qualify as as a scrub? Dude, I'm I laughing know. so much. He, over he here. might. I'm all congested <laughs> from laughter. Oh man, he might be a scrub. I I don't know what consists. What constitutes a, a scrub? Perhaps any of our listeners can write in and is, help me out. Yeah, that's on, the uh, on that's what, a poll uh, question. Is what makes a scrub, scrub a scrub? And more particularly, if in the way of kings you have uh, identified other characters that are scrubs, please let us know. Um, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm wondering. I don't have I don't have a theme. I'm still trying to work on a song that I might agree with. Uh, uh, every rose has its black thorn. That's, that's a good yeah, one. That's, that's really good. Um, so the other two categories of love that we have here um, are Kaladin and Laurel oh. or Adeline and the War Camps. And Maybe we'll keep Adeline oh, till the end yeah, and we'll Kaladin. do Cal- uh, Kaladin and Laurel. We can do Kaladin and yeah, Laurel. Yeah, it's more of an innocent, right? It's more puppy love. They're really, really young when they're interested in each other. Right. Right, and that was a class-based. Right. Um, so there was the the initial kind of youthful understanding of each other and appreciation, and her being kind of excited that he was considering a career as a as a right. soldier. She actually approved of that decision. Um, and then, as their story developed, if I remember correctly. Um, he on a fateful evening when he was invited by his father over to um this would be the new high prince that came yeah, the into new city lord hearthstone yeah, rashon um i forget rashon yeah, that's it like so, uh wistio the the uh, her father and uh liren had, had yeah had passed. It, they had a, kind yeah. of an arrangement to marry them off to each other right they were they were friends regardless right. of class and they wanted their um, right. That their kids to get married, and um, that right. changed when Wistio died. When Wistio died, all those plans changed because Rashon's like, "Well, no, I want all of her because all of her right. land, everything that Wistio owned went to Laurel, and Rashon wanted that. Right. And so Rashon's like, "No, no, no, you're not going right. to marry uh, Surgeon's son. You're going to marry my son, Relier. My son. And yeah. that's what the, the scene you're talking about when." Kaladin is in the kitchens and then right. Laurel and Relier come in. In the kitchen getting something to eat. Mm-hmm. And then they come in, Laurel and... Sorry, what's what's uh, Rashon's son's Relier. name again? So, yes, because that was a horrible battle mm. that uh, he yeah. passed away in. Um, uh, yeah. That was later on. But, uh, yeah, when, and when, and when I, if I remember correctly, when, when they come in and they see Kaladin uh, waiting for he, something... Yeah. Uh, to eat. I think it's Relier that says, you know, can can you go get me right. something? He, like he just, you know, assumes that right. he's he doesn't the even help. know who the help is in um, his own household that he thinks Kaladin is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and then Laurel shockingly displays a bit of class uh what, what uh, classist classlessness. Thing? Or she's um, definitely not classy. Well No, not she doesn't classy. keep it classy. No, she 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 puts on uh airs of you know, you are now beneath me, Kaladin. Mm-hmm. In terms of my station, it's been elevated. Like I, she, she couldn't express any of 
her previous sort of, uh, I guess, genuine fe- uh, positive feelings toward him, especially in front of uh, Relier. Right. So that was, uh, that's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. And that was heartbreaking for Kaladin, actually. He, he n- not only has Kaladin's life experience taught him that Station is a huge mm-hmm. deal in this world where you know you you overcome can't it. um you can't overcome you can't really change your stars mm-hmm. that easily right um but also in the realm of love it also oh if you if you had feelings but then your classes start to get in the way um as you age and then it's it's over like you're right. no longer human and, to that person. I don't think Cal was very aware of that, but Laurel definitely was aware of it. She kept saying, you know, you need to go off to war to win a shard blade so you can come back, remember? And then you'll be a light eyes. Right. Eh? Like, she, she was right. very well aware. She was hinting, yeah, she, she was kind of planning that mm-hmm. as the only way that he, that she could be with right. him. And she wanted to be with him, but she needed that excuse or that reason for them to be able to be together. Yeah. So yeah. she was aware of that. He was not aware of yeah. that at all. Which is fitting. He's, right. you know, a 10-year-old boy. He's completely oblivious. Like, a girl likes him. So, I mean, he's literally every single 10-year-old boy there's ever been. Yeah. Right. The The creepiness yeah, part of this whole uh, thing is when Wistio dies and then Relier dies. You mentioned Relier dies. They go on that white spine hunt and um, Relier ends up yeah. dying. And then the City Lord himself gets saved. He ends up taking Laurel as his betrothed so he's now going to marry uh, uh, Laurel which is even more creepy than Cabzel being 25 and Shalon being 18 it, this is even way creepier I don't know how much that's love it's, that's <laughs> definitely not love I'm just I happen to mention it no, because should, of mentioning yeah, it yeah yeah there you yeah. go well I feel bad for her that she's gonna have to spend like her whole romantic life has been mapped out for her (laughs) you know her father's like you're gonna marry the surgeon's son and then he dies and he's like you're not marrying him anymore you're gonna marry my son oh my son died you're gonna marry me like she's never been able to choose who she loves right it's been pretty shitty for her right she doesn't get to choo choo choose anybody in right yeah I mean she she, I choo choo choose she doesn't get to choo choo choose anybody um she doesn't get to choose, choose, choose. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, horrible for her. And hopefully, well, perhaps her story is not over in the Stormlit mm-hmm. archives. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. Um, uh, the I song I picked for these two, I because it's kind of like out. kid love. I was I was thinking about maybe like a Jackson Five song with like you know M- little Michael singing love because you know how they forced Michael Jackson to sing love songs <laughs> when he was like seven, and um, yeah, you know, it really messed him up. <laughs> they for forced his whole him life. to do everything. When yeah, he was <laughs> which led to all of his shitty th- stuff. Um, but the thing, the song that I, won't that doesn't make anybody weird when you no, when you not at you all know, force people Absolutely and beat not. them and stuff and like you get them to yeah, yeah that doesn't yeah. make and people then like. Weird. beat them like every day it doesn't turn them into a weirdo um yeah no it doesn't turn the them song into i decided to pick um well, was umbop by handsome because hansen because it's super super kid like oh my gosh i know that song yeah everyone knows that I, song. I kind of wish i didn't know that song right i can't stop thinking about their hair i've got their hair so permanently in my they brain had such right now. luscious locks the hansen yeah the handsome, handsome, was it handsome handsome. Or handsome? Yeah, handsome. It's, I think it's handsome. It's not handsome, though that would have been the best name <laughs> for them. Handsome. handsome. It's handsome with... Mm-hmm. I think we should we should start a band and we should call ourselves handsome. handsome. These guys are not handsome. handsome. It's ironic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, last but not least, we have to talk about our boy Adeline. Yeah. Adeline. Well, love... Love comes uh, to Adeline, it seems, very, very easily, very quickly, and very interchangeably. I don't know if I would call any of them love. I, I just... Well, love, <laughs> let, let's be fair to love and say that love is a pretty yeah. big word. It's a, a, a pretty encompassing uh, feeling, and I think it could include, you know, little trysts right. and quick 
quick little. <laughs> I have a, whatever I have a quote are. here from Dalinar <laughs> about his son, uh, Adeline. I think it's still love. Uh, the quote is, he continues to change partners like he's in a dance that involves particularly quick music. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So he's just all oh, over the map. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you've picked uh, you know uh, um, uh, I don't know what song I was going to think of I was I was trying to think of some you know Benny Hill sort of themed uh, music that would be insane where he's like running after a girl and running after another girl and like yeah (laughs) (laughs) even though Benny Hill was super inappropriate I I understand your joke. well, Adeline, I don't, you know, Adeline, I think is, I think it's just young and he, he is, um, concentrating on his career as a soldier and he is devoted to his father. I think, I think the love that we really see from Adeline is towards That's his very dad. true. Um, I think that, I think that that's what I have observed so far in reading that. But I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of like the, I don't keep mentioning it, but the DiCaprio kind of uh, yeah. experience. It's funny how Leo is, is, is known, um, for that, uh, you know, this revolving door, like, you know, the whole long-term relationship thing doesn't seem to be of interest and, you know, yeah. fair enough. Um, you know, but I, but I think that, you know, even if it's short term, I don't think we should discount it as not being some form of love. I, I think totally love agree. Is, I, I had it in my notes as well. Is something that is special and unique and, and it can be, you know, a, a long burning, you know, um, campfire where you, you know, you spend the whole night outside and sing songs and, and dig into some tragedy yep. hip. Um, or it can be, you know, a short burst of flame and, and mm-hmm. you know. And it's, it's over, here's it's over a, um, um, Here's a list of some of the girls that um, he's dated. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a list here. You've got here. the list. Um, Dealey. The, the, so Dealey. Who is... Who is who, um, Jeanette. <laughs> Malali. Rila. Malali. These are some of the women okay. that he dated before we get to actually meet him in the first chapter. They're mentioned later as women that he's already <laughs> dated. So before we even get to meet him, he's already dated four girls in the war Adeline. camps. Adeline. Yeah. He's like, he's like the Fonz of the war camps. He like, you know, he's yeah, the, the, uh, the heat Fabriel is not working over by the fireplace. He just goes over and knocks it on the side and then all of a sudden it starts working. Yeah. Um, he dates Janala. This is the girl he took on the assassination investigation. This is this guy is super romantic. He knows how to treat a girl. Yeah, terrible. Uh, he takes out um, a girl named Malasha, Malasha Sevix, and they don't go on more than a couple of dates. She's just ma- mentioned in passing. We don't right. actually get to meet her in person. And then his right. newest girl that he's dating right now, that Aunt Navani helped him try to procure melons for her, is Danlin, this new scribe girl that um he seems very right. interested in her um uh, i did like how i mentioned this in the podcast mm-hmm. that i i it might have been with with danlin this recent little flame um that navani had spoken to him about her and had said something like you know i really like her and she was kind of playing a bit more of a right. motherly role i, I yeah. remember i mentioned that because again i think yeah i am hopeful that navani will become something right. in some that kind family. of mother right. uh, mother figure yeah yeah well, well I'm, she's I'm already hope, i'm hoping like you said last Dalinar. time she's already taking over that role and that's really great we love to see that yeah um I, well that is another example right. of love too right that hmm. we're seeing there is we're seeing love between navani and even though Adeline. she would like to be his stepmother you know? she still loves him as an aunt right so um that's important love too yeah. i you know some of the most important people sure. in my life are my aunts and my uncles like i'm very oh, close yeah. to my family and what? i love them greatly and um so i i mean i understand like my aunt nick my mom's sister and like my mom's best friend helped raise me when i was a kid and like she's not just my aunt she's like like close family you know what i mean so it's important right. it's mm-hmm. it's really important 
Oh, absolutely. The only last point I would say here is that I think that uh, Adeline seems to <laughs> sabotage his own dating life. Um, he doesn't seem he does he seems a little clueless, and when you take a girl out on a in, assassination investigation, you are not wanting it to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, honey, just wait a while while I investigate this murder. <laughs> you, you, you don't mind, do you? <laughs> You don't mind? <laughs> just sit here. I have to go talk to this artist yeah. about my dad potentially going nuts. Yeah. So just wait. Yeah. 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 If I had yeah. to pick that's, a that's, love song uh, for this, I actually got this uh, suggestion from our good friend, Jeff, who is a, a fan of the show, friend of the show, Jeff. Oh. He made a suggestion oh. and I ran with it. <laughs> it is uh, Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. 5. Little bit no. of Yanala on my side, <laughs> little bit of Danlin on my lawn. <laughs> Tina, and they go through all yeah. the names. Yes, that's perfect, Jeff. Yeah, very well good done. Job. Well done, sir. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That is yeah, the song. Really that is it. That's it. Slam dunk. Mambo number five. Mambo number five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of. Of uh, what are the names? There's so many. Little bit of Dan, little bit of Dan, little oh. bit of Yanala oh all night long. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, good. it's very perfect. I do have a list here of honorable mentions that I thought we'd go through really quickly, just because they're they're not major characters, but I think that um, it's important to point them out. Um, Shalon and Yasna, you've pointed out yeah so i would like to talk about that and i'd also like to talk about sill and kaladin yes well i have that on the list too so let's start with the shalon and yasna yeah um shalon I, I have to say like i thought there was tension there like i thought that yasna was falling for shalon there's there's definitely some strong vibes between them um yasna doesn't take a ward very easily she does and this ward is brilliant no you know, she sees promise in her. Mm-hmm. Shalon has literally been closed into her her estate forever. And here comes this like amazingly gorgeous. And many times Shalon talks about how gorgeous Yasna is. This gorge, gorgeous, brilliant um, hero who is unlocking this world for her. It's There's some strong vibes going yeah. on here. Um, even if it's literally yeah. just hero worship from Shalon's point of view, there are a lot of fans who do think that there's a little bit more going on between these characters. Um, like the subtext. Oh, is are there, a are bit there more. other fans that think? Well, there's, I mean, I, I, would I can kind of see, I've... you can kind of read it that way a little bit. Um, but there's definitely this love, this teacher-student thing is going on for sure. I I think you can too. And and didn't didn't Yasna also make a few comments here and there about Capsule, kind of dismissing him, like you know, don't get don't get too right. close to this to this right. individual. Now, now that might have been from a critical perspective on religion and him being an ardent and whatever. Um, but it also could have been you know don't don't waste your time with this with this right. mirror with right. this boy, like you know. Uh, I think that Yasna also at the end when it was discovered what Shalon had did or it had really had done, affects Yasna. Uh Yasna's right. really upset. So I think that her feelings were hurt. Yeah. For sure. Were hurt. And I so I think personally that you could read into that uh very easily that there was a strong love between mm-hmm. Shalon Sorry, between Yasna and, and Shalon. And I also think that, that Shalon had it too, because Shalon had reached a point of distraction with her, with her and in faction, like, I almost, I almost believe that Shalon was infatuated with uh, Yasna as well, because I believe in the text, it was sort of in, you know, indicative that she was kind of, uh, lost in her love for this experience this that she'd been given and she kind of almost like started to forget about right. her mission mm-hmm. and and she kind of was thinking like could i could i just right. be here and do and, this thing and, with yasna yeah and well and be with yasna right so i don't know i think there's something there right 
So yeah, I didn't expect this to be a, a long talk about y- uh, Shalana and Yasna. Um, I expected it to just be a quick couple of seconds. Um, but now that we've dwelled on it, I have come up with a, um, a love song that could go between the two of them. It's not necessarily a love song, between, but it would be Hot for Teacher. Between Shalana and, yeah, and Yasna? Is Hot for Teacher by Van yeah, Halen is, is clearly the song. Hot for Teacher. Right, <laughs> I'm hot for teacher. Right, it's got to be the song that, yes, that no, goes you're for my, that. You're my teacher. But some of the uh, the quick I think you've other honorable. I mean, ma- I think Eddie Van Halen had that in mind. I think so. Um, he was like, eventually, someone's going to write a book about two scholars, and this is the song that. Yeah, he saw the future. That's um, it. It's about it's about uh, devotion to to uh, uh, academics. Yeah. Some of these other honorable mentions here. Let's get through these quickly. They're they're more fun, funny than anything else. Um, the Ishik and Mabe. Uh, Ishik is our um, our Pure Lake boy, uh, Dwayne's <laughs> yeah. favorite character. Um, she wants him to settle down with her, and he just wants to fish. Um, but he then he doesn't want that. At the end of his uh, interlude, he says, "Maybe I'll let her catch me someday." So there's definitely definitely some love, potential love here going on. Maybe I'll. Okay. Maybe I wonder if in the pure lake, you know, when you go to the bar, you're literally sitting down on a chair and your legs are up in the water. I wonder what happens when you lay down in bed. Are you like literally, is it like literally a waterbed? Like, are you, (laughs) (laughs) it's probably for another time. It might literally be a waterbed. Yeah, it might be. It might literally be. It's just like one of those things you put in a pool, like (laughs) one of those inflatable beds. Or a fish or a fish hatchery. It could be a fish A large fish, maybe. Um, I, I wanted to mention Axes and the Spren. This guy loves Spren so much that he's willing to yeah. get himself arrested for yeah, them. Yeah, my Spren. I should probably say that that's, that's my love yeah. of, uh, of the series yeah. is the Spren. Um, and I, and this, this Sill and Calden yeah, thing. That's the I last think, one. I think there's, I think, I think Sill loves, loves mm. Cal. And I think that Cal, I don't know if it's love, but it's. Certainly, I don't think Cal can imagine his life without Syl. Yeah, it's not a romantic one, but it might be one of the most important relationships in our story so far. Um, Syl takes over the role that Tien had for him, this thing, this person that makes him happier whenever he's down. Um, a couple of times Kaladin thinks that maybe Syl has left because she goes off and then his reaction of his worry that she's gone tells us everything we need to know about how he feels for her. You know, he, right. He does love her and she loves him, but in some kind of weird, um, non-romantic way, um, they, they almost need each other. And that will be something that you will learn more about as we go through the series. I think that, you know, the relationship between um, Syl and um, Kaladin is a little bit like, you know, Watts and Keith in Some Kind of Wonderful. And they don't necessarily, like, they've, they're, they're together and they don't really understand, or maybe one of them understands that they really love each other and the other one doesn't. Um, or, 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 or like I've compared their... their, their um, well, certainly with, with the imagery, um, I've compared their relationship to Peter Pan and, uh, for sure. And there's definitely some love going on there. That is, that's a very good example. Well, I mean, Peter Pan, like Peter Pan, I don't think like is in love with Tinkerbell, but he can't imagine his life without her. She's so important. His, his, his his life wouldn't make sense without yeah, his life wouldn't make sense without her now. And so I think Kaladin with with Syl being there and you know witnessing the you know him um suddenly being able to see That's you know what we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to table this uh this uh, Tinkerbell talk. We might have to do another bonus episode and find all the through lines between <laughs> uh, the Way of Kings and Peter Pan because I'm starting to get some Bridgman or the Lost Boys vibe and Sadius as Captain yeah. Hook vibe. So we're going to have to get back to that at some point and do another bonus episode. 
I, I see a lot of uh, a lot of other things that I love in the Way of Kings. That being one of them with regards to Peter Pan, but also the Neverending Story. And there's um, definitely some stuff like that. And, and maybe we'll the, maybe we'll do a whole a bonus other... episode about how like what this book so far has had uh, had us feeling um, to other literature and other things and some through lines there. Sure. Yeah. Other other inspiration. Well, enough to say that you know there is there is love in Roshar. Mm-hmm, there is. Um, it is, it, it is, I think, I think it runs the gamut and I think that we, so far, I haven't seen, uh, the end of that development of that. You life. have not. Now, hang on. The, we, 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 we also have to say that, shouldn't we talk about the love between the men? Mm-hmm. Bridge four. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we talk about Kaladin and the love yes. of his men? That's, that's an important one. I didn't even, have that even extending to Dalinar and the love of right. his men, like what Dalinar is willing to do to protect his yeah. men. Like Dalinar loved his men so much that he, he would only have engaged in battle to save Sadius if his son could have led right. as strongly as he right. could have. Otherwise he loved them enough. He, he loved them enough to sacrifice Another mm-hmm. friend, another mm-hmm. high prince, and Cal the same way with his men. So that's an throughout, intense, you know, his his squad and Amram's army, and the bridge crew. Now he he really truthfully yeah. cares for these people. Um, if he could, I'm sure he well, would give like them love, each a Valentine's Day card for sure. Well, it's like the love I feel, you know, for you, dude. You right. know, like uh, you're one of my you're you're one of my closest friends. Um, we tell each other that we love each other all the time, all the time. Um, all the time. And I love you, it's dude. like how I feel for the other heroes and I love you. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, uh, it's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way of Kings. It's, it's the way, it's the way of Kings. The way of Kings is love. I guess on that note, we don't have so anything happy else Valentine's to say. Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. All right. Well, thanks a lot for uh, joining us on this uh, Valentine's Day chat. Um, oh, my pleasure. It was tons of fun. This is specifically for the patrons on patreon.com. Um, if you end up hearing this some other way, then you've stolen this episode from us. Well done. (laughs) Well done. You've deserved it. All right. Talk to you later, Jack. (laughs) Okay. Take care. Love you, pal. Love you too, man.